Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome for another exciting discussion on uh, you know another Minecraft topic because we we discuss all things well-being, right? Minecraft is about optimal human functioning and well-being, and that's what we're all about. My name is Dr. Kimberly Quinn, and today what I'd like to discuss um, are sort of tips and strategies for re-entry into academia. So I'm talking about anybody who teaches from you know the younger grades right up through higher ed, any staff who work with students from the, the younger grades right up through higher ed. And certainly if you're the parents of students entering school now, these will also work for you. And if anyone is not in you know sort of involved with academia in any level, I would sort of encourage you to stay with us here because these tips will also apply for the most part, at least some of them, maybe even most of them will apply um, out in the professional world in general, as many of us make this, we are in academia, we're actually beginning this transition. Some of you may have been out in a business role, different, med, certainly the medical field and um, retail and all these other things. Uh, you're continuing to re-enter. These tips will, I think, really also be beneficial for you as well. So stay with us, please. And, you know, I know as being a, a professor on a kind of a traditional small New England college campus, you know, it was very upfront and personal for me teaching, you know, students teaching flex hybrid and kind of, you know, uh, I mostly have first years, as I mentioned, and just, it's just been a year and a half of, of something very different, let's say, than what uh, we were used to. And, and on our end, on the student's end, um, on the student's end, I was used to seeing lots of lots of isolation. You know, I teaching flex hybrid, I had you know 18 or 20 students in a class, maybe three showing up when this is a traditional, you know, residential college and they were in their dorms, most of them, you know, maybe 200 feet away from class and and not not showing up, isolating, cafeterias doing to-go boxes where is our gorgeous cafeteria which has a view of the Lake Champlain and the Adirondacks also has good food and it's colorful. It looks like Hogwarts kind with the flags dropping down and uh, students weren't, weren't staying there and eating there because uh, it wasn't, you know, there were plexiglass up and it was just a whole different um, atmosphere, even though of course the, uh, the cafeteria crew is just amazing under chef Sandy, who's just absolutely brilliant and has cookbooks out and everything. And it's still, it was just weird for, for people. It was just weird for, for students and, we professors used to go over there, you know, every couple of weeks and and eat together, some of us, and that didn't happen for, you know, a year and a half. So there's that. And then um, and we could just go on and on about, um, you know, students, you know, uh, having to learn virtually. Then some of them went home halfway because, you know, it wasn't working being on campus. And we had the high school crew who had completely virtual experience. And we have the little ones, you know, the five, six-year-olds, and we have the middle school kids doing virtual, sometimes they're part of the time. It was just uh, a cluster F in many ways, even though many of us, you know, we all did the best we could, obviously. Parents had to, parents had to, had to, many of them had to teach virtually and interrupt their jobs. Many people lost jobs. You go on and on and on. It's just been a year and a half of just, just a lot of, of differences, Never mind the tensions that it's brought with relationships and everything else. So now we're all told that it, it was over. It was almost over. Not, never, we never told it was actually over, over. We told it was almost over. Everybody's starting to kind of, you know, party like it's 1989, 1999, whatever it was with that song. And all of a sudden, 
Um, now the Delta variant's back, and it's still some weirdness. And, like, here we are. So we're going to offer some tips to move forward through yet more uncertainty, um, specifically with academia, but I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm quite certain that these tips will work for any, anybody else who's listening with us today. Okay, so I've got six tips here, and the first one is dress for success. And I'm not talking about, you know, a power suit. And up here in northern Vermont, um, you know, uh, people who choose to wear heels and things, we got to like a short season for that because then it's, you know, it's snowing and then you got to carry them in a bag and that gets kind of complicated. So most of us revert right back to those L.L. Bean boots, you know, for the winter. We're not talking about, you know, um, you know, you know, you super dressed up. We're talking about looking put together, just really put together. And it's so important for the brain. So uh, because we've come out of, you know, about a year and a half of what we might even call the sweatpants era, right? I had a, a good friend of mine slash colleague from Champlain who in the beginning of the Rona back in March or eight, maybe it's April of 2020 made a joke about, you know, us, you know, swapping out our night jammies for our day jammies, you know, we made jokes about Pikachu fleece and going to the, you know, the local store and Pikachu fleece jammies and seeing lots of it and no one cared. And um, so we, that became our normal for a while, even though it felt Twilight Zone-ish and weird. Uh, my grandmother was so proper. I could just picture her piecing her ashes together to come, you know, kind of say, now, Kimberly, we always dress our best when we leave the house. And that just seemed to kind of go right out the window. So now especially since we're kind of trying to jumpstart ourselves, you know, from being in this virtual environment where so much changed for us, this boundaryless environment to being somewhat structured again, it's just so important to kind of really push ourselves, again, to look put together, whatever that means for you. You know, new haircut, shave something, um, nail polish if that's your thing, makeup if that's your thing, nice pressed khakis if that's your thing, Maybe a tie, if that's your thing, whatever, whatever your level is of, or type, or I don't know what I will say there, whatever dress for success means for you. So you feel your brain gets it that you're now leaving the house in the sweatpant era to go to a semi-structured or very structured environment to be professional. It's just very, very important. Now, tip number, tip number two would certainly work for any professional adult and actually students going to school. It's one I live, you know, uh, daily and I do try to and say is walk the talk. As I say, I say this to my students that, you know, what I'm doing with them, I do myself. And another biggie is to, in the beginning of the day, set the bar for do your best, even as grownups, you know, we're out there in the world adulting as best, you know, the best we can, lots of responsibility and pressure and things like that. And here's the thing, adults, we're people too, Right. And especially with caregiving uh, kids, maybe little kids, maybe middle-sized kids, teenagers, also a lot of upkeep, young adults who are in college still need us. They might think they, they don't as much, and they don't as much maybe, but they still need us, especially in the, since the last you know year and a half, taking care of um, you know maybe adult parents or whatever like that. And it's important to remember to set the bar and do our best. Because just like toddlers, when we get hungry, angry, sick, or tired, you know, our best is going gonna, is gonna to be different. With a pandemic, our best is going to be different. 
And when we set the bar to our best, it's a bar we can always reach. It's flexible. Isn't that great? So we can, you know, come home and say, yay, I did it. I met the bar to my best. That's it. That's, that's one of my better ones right there. Okay, so the third one is to set an intention. But before we do that, I will tell you one little thing I do. I wasn't planning this, actually, but I'll just share it with you. Before I even get up, I look out the window. We have a bay window kind of right in front there, which is nice. And I just say, thank you. That's it. Nothing else. Just thank you. And I take a few minutes, literally probably, you know, three minutes, right? Three sixty seconds is um, at the most. This might be one sixty seconds because you know what? To jump out like jump out of bed like there's a fire that isn't any kind of way to start the day. It just isn't. And if you're already late, another two minutes isn't going to make a difference anyway, right? So it's thank you. Then when I swing around and my feet hit the floor, I say thank you again. No other words, just thank you. When my mind, I'm sort of being mindful of, you know, when my feet hit the ground and I stand up, you know, my legs work, my spine is intact, thank God, everything's working. That's what's going through my head. Though I just say thank you. Okay, so now um, setting the intention. It's very important to set the intention for the day. Like, you know, I will be engaging today. I will have fun today. I will have minimal stress today. If uh, I will manage my stress well today, I will remain calm today. I will laugh today, you know, whatever it is. And it's also good just to put this out there that when we set an intention, it's I will um, is, a, is a good way to say it. Um, uh, or I am is also good. It's best to avoid uh, I want today to be good or I want today to be abundant. I want today to not be very stressful. Though The reason that isn't the best word choice is because the word want equals lack. So when we're saying I want, even in life in general, right? I want more money. That's I lack money. I want a relationship means I lack a relationship. And the thing is, the universe is just how it works. That lack attracts more lack which is probably not what we're thinking when we say, I want more money. I want more financial freedom. Um, I want to work less. I want, you know, a romantic relationship or whatever it is. It's we're really just sort of focusing on the lack of money, lack of financial freedom, um, lack of uh, work-life balance, lack of having a romantic relationship. It's, it's just, it's not where we want to go. So it's best to say, I will, blah, 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 I am. And actually, Envision. This isn't like a deep, deep, deep manifestation thing. Just to picture yourself, um, envision yourself in that day. It doesn't even have to be the whole huge future thing. Just in that day without worry about money or without concern about romance. You know, picture yourself like it's all happening right at this minute and set the intention for that. Even if it's I will have a, a, I will have a day today that's not very stressful and just kind of, you know, sort of picture that. This is the best way to set an intention to have it, you know, sort of be fulfilled. Okay. And number four is to have a lunch plan. This might sound a little like silly and, uh, you know, um, not as important. And it really is not only for social reasons, nutritional reasons, blood sugar reasons, sustenance, just feeling good, being the most successful we can be all, you know, during that day. And I know for myself, it takes it takes planning, which with my ADHD issues is I have to really work at that, to be honest, and, you know, make sure I get to the store enough and have 
you know, the things you need, you know, cold cuts and lots of veggies and things all right there. Because what happens when I don't do that, uh, because I'm going to one way or the other, because I'm hypoglycemic, I have to eat or I get like cranky and lightheaded and stuff like that, which isn't good for any. I actually don't get that cranky, to be honest with you, but I do get lightheaded and you just don't feel feel well. And so what happens with that is like probably many of us, I'll hit the default button and, you know, end up at our, our little uh, place is, is Eats, which is right there at Champlain. It's very good. Love the Eats crew. But, you know, that's your burgers and fries and chicken tenders and stuff. And I'm not above burgers and chicken tenders. I will tell you that. And that said, because I like burgers a lot, actually, um, that I would re- I would prefer to be, you know, have that indulgent day during the month or sometimes every other week if that's what it is, if it's stressful times or whatever. Final, sometimes that happens. I'd rather have that be a deliberate, you know, living deliberately, making that choice to indulge with a friend, have it planned, have it be special, then, oh no, all I did was grab an apple and now I can't go through the, you know, the rest of my, you know, classes for the day because all I can think about is eating because I'm hungry and I, I have the grumbly tumblies. We don't want that. Or all I can think about is this and I have, you know, four more days of admissions work to do or, Four more days of paraeducating with, you know, um, a child that takes, you know, a lot of cognitive juice with with needs or things like that. <clears throat> so the lunch thing is actually a big deal, not just for the nutrition, but also for the convenience, the, the sustenance, to be able to go on with your day, and also um, socially. And it also takes less time if we have it ready to go because that leaves us more time for socializing or a walk or whatever your break looks like versus scurrying around to find whatever's available. So the lunch plan thing is a bigger deal than we make it out to be. And then lastly is on your way home, if you're fortunate enough to live close to, to where you work, that's great. And if you're driving home, and this is like a really small thing, you know, when you first get in the car before your mind starts to go, right? Where your mind starts to go, you know, turn the keys and say, I am grateful for something that happened in that day. Or if it's a general, like maybe you were at a, maybe a speaker came or in service at your work and they were talking about the Rona spreading and what the numbers were or whatever. You know, thank you for my health. Thank you that I'm free of this virus today. Today in this moment, I'm free of the virus. That's good too. Um, and then there's all the million teacher moments that are just like, our daughter uh, just got her first grown-up job as a second-grade teacher, and she's already just, she's so excited. Lots of happy teacher moments. You know, she had a little boy come in just yesterday with his mom because he was nervous about starting today, and she already has stories and didn't even start yet. And at the college level, we have so many stories. And anywhere in between, it's probably so many stories. Um, being grateful for helping a colleague maybe get through something or sharing a granola bar. And a colleague has saved me a few times when during the Rona when there was nothing to eat anywhere and I did forget and she came by at just the right time and held me over stuff like that and just sort of there's that what was one positive thing today I am grateful for bang and just say it so there are obviously lots more tips here I could probably easily come up with another five but this five is a really a good start right so we have dress for success coming out of the uh, sweatpants era my personal favorite on here set the par set the bar at do your best set the bar at do your best we don't say the p word in this house perfection 
self-abuse of the highest order. And my students, I tell them that. They don't say the P word. You're better off dropping the F-bomb and saying the P word, actually, right? Okay, so dress for success. Set the bar. Do your best. The third one is set your intention for the day. Right when you you wake up, maybe grab the coffee or tea. Say it while you're having the coffee or tea. Remember the words, I will or I am, something like that. Try to steer away from want because it brings you to exactly the place you don't want to be. Because want equals lack. And by confirming that or affirming that, you're actually attracting more to you. So I will or I am. And then the fourth one is have a lunch plan. Remember that we need sustenance to get through our day, regardless of what you do for your livelihood. We all need to focus to do whatever it is we're doing, to engage socially, to be our best selves. And and when we're planned, there's a convenience of it. We're not scurrying around. It saves valuable life minutes and keeps us in a much better mental place when we're not screwing around when we're on top of our game we just feel good and then lastly on the way home um if you're walking good for you when you walk out the door i am grateful for if you uh for those of us driving the second you turn the keys on i am grateful for and some just nice simple pleasure or story you have from the day health anything eyesight that's my default anything i am grateful for and that's it Welcome back. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from Northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.